Kurt Vonnegut said, new knowledge is the most valuable commodity on earth. The more truth we have to work with, the richer we become. We like to think we understand what is true and what isn't. I would imagine there are truths that we hold to be self-evident, that all people are created equal and endowed with certain unalienable rights, like liberty and pursuit of happiness. Um, but what, what do we know, what do you know to be true? Are there things you personally call truth that are worth fighting for? And if so, to what extent? And what about the things that the people around you believe as truth? Uh, it was uh, uh, Evelyn Beatrice Hall, an English author, when she was trying to uh, illustrate some Voltaire's beliefs or ideas. Uh, said, I disapprove of what you say, but I will defend to your death, to, to my death, your right to say it. Yeah, it kind of got me good. <laughs> uh, I disapprove of what you say, but I will defend to the death your right to say it. Uh, As Unitarian Universalists, we covenant to affirm and promote others' truths by honoring their dignity and worth, accepting one another, working for a peaceful, fair, and free world, accepting one another by believing everyone has the right and to some extent obligation to engage in a free and responsible search for truth and meaning. Of course, we reason our way to conclusions and convictions that uh, these things are true and these things are not true. Our grasp of the universe is so limited. But our sense that these things are true and these things are not true is true for us, even though we know that truth continues to unfold. Our understanding of what is true changes all the time. When I was looking at some of this stuff for the service, uh, in one place I read that the, ga the Milky Way galaxy is 100,000 uh, yeah, 100, light years across. 
And then I read it in another place from the same source. I don't know, I couldn't find the original year of the 100,000 miles, but that the Milky Way galaxy is probably more like 200,000 light years across. Now, that's the, the 1,000, 100,000 light years across was one quintillion kilometers. That's a one with 18 zeros. And so, I guess 200,000 would be two quintillion, give or take a few a quadrillion, you know. <laughs> um, but if in just a year or two, our understanding of something can change that vastly, Now, there are people that would accuse us of um, dictatorship of relativism. <laughs> the idea that there is no absolute truth, that everything is relative, and, and because you can't argue that anything is an absolute truth without agreeing that there is absolute truth, then the argument doesn't hold up in, in philosophical stuff. So, you know, the logical sequences of things, either there is an absolute truth, or either there is absolute truth, or there is not absolute truth. I'm not trying to say any of that. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is whichever it is, we don't know yet. No matter how deep our truths go, they don't incorporate what's true for somebody else. Now, always our obligation is to stand in integrity with what we hold to be true. What we find in the depth of our being to be the most true that we can understand even if that changes at some point in our lives. Our job is to live in integrity with what, right now, we know to be true. But that's true for other people, too. Believe it or not, I'm going to quote former Secretary of Defense Donald Rumsfeld. <laughs> As he somewhat famously said, there are known knowns. There are things we know that we know. There are known unknowns. That is to say, there are things that we now know we don't know. <laughs> but there are also unknown unknowns. There are things we don't know we don't know. Now, there exists uh, evidence that the simpler an idea is, the more likely the human brain is to judge it positively as being true. Think about that. 
Simple messaging. There is also, there are also studies that show repetition, repeated exposure to an idea makes you, makes it feel more real to you, more true to you, and the more you hear something, the more likely you are to agree with it. Because our brains just kind of work that way. A little scary. So, what are you filling your brain with? What are you listening to over and over again? Even if it's self-talk. Now, I, you know, I think of black holes as big vacuums that suck the energy and life and um, attention, I guess, of everything around them. You know, the idea is that the galaxies merge at some point, and everything that we have defined as a universe is altered by this intersection. Whether we're stars that spin off into space just by the initial movement, whether we're things that blow ourselves to bits under all the transition, whether we're sucked into stuff, or whether we're one of the new, uh, new births of stars that occurs because of the process. I saw a lot of unhappy faces with my metaphor for the meditation. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> what I'm trying to do is get you outside of, of what's comfortable thought. So maybe I did my job. <laughs> as we continue to mature, as we continue to mature spiritually, we prepare ourselves for staying balanced in high gravity. And shield ourselves from the fireworks a bit. our essential natures. We develop an appreciation for our path wherever it leads and everyone on it with us. Dr. King said, I refuse to accept the view that mankind is so tragically bound to the starless midnight of racism and war that that the bright daybreak of peace and brotherhood can never become a reality. I believe that unarmed truth and unconditional love will have the final word. I know I talk about this a lot. But we are called to grow in compassion, 
and love for the things that are hardest for us to understand or to care about. Doesn't mean we stop working for the truth that is our responsibility as people's on, people on this journey together. But I think it does call us to continue to develop, to continue to get more deeply awake. In recovery programs, they talk about at the end of the 12 steps, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps. The deal is, that's one spiritual awakening, and I think they can happen over and over and over and over and over again, and it's like peeling the onion. Um, Gandhi said that truth is by nature self-evident. As soon as you remove the cobwebs of ignorance that surround it, it shines clear. So if each awakening is peeling a layer of the onion, the cobwebs between us and what's very essential truth come clearer. I am incredibly proud of the work y'all do in the community. The things you care about, the people you work with, the challenges you give yourself to step into, and I'm very proud to be a part of this Unitarian Universalist congregation. Still, I know there is more love somewhere. Hopefully, you know, every one of us. <laughs>